Judging dice by moonlight, rolling twenties by daylight. Never running from initiative. We are the ones who play RPGs. Hello, one and all, to Immortal Champions, a God podcast where every episode we go round-robin style and discuss our love for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. What the fuck? I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I feel like I stumbled into al- alternate universe by accident. Free me, please. No, this is a podcast. Uh, an actual play podcast using the Everyday Heroes system, and specifically their Highlander expansion. Now, um, last we left off, we met your characters, um, although you did not introduce yourselves to each other. That's true. And uh, we found your characters in a war, or in a world that hundreds of years ago was ravaged by nuclear war. Um, And now... The world is, as far as people dying of radiation, recovering. As far as people adjusting to uh, being ruled over by immortal warlords, not so much. But that's okay. Um, You guys were found out that the Baron over this area that used to be Norfolk, Virginia... (laughs) Norfolk, Virginia, uh, Baron Storm used to, not used to, is, guys, it has been a while since I have run any game, all right? So don't fucking come for me in the comments. Uh, I, I had poison injected into my skull today. Cut me some slack. Um, but Baron Storm is an immortal and also successfully picked you three out of the crowd at the public execution he was doing. Um, you did, however, manage to escape and get to a bar on the outskirts of the city that, uh, Sylvia had stashed her car, um, and, um, hold on. I remember your names. I'm definitely not <laughs> having to look at my notes. Jesse, uh, let everybody know that she knows he. of a woman. Oh, well, yes. I'm sorry. He. Uh, yes. he knows of a woman named, uh, Betty who might be able to help, uh, get them out of town in such a way that they will be able to fully escape the Baron. Uh, And that is where we ended. So we're going to pick up uh, where we left off. You are in this bar. Um, It's seedy enough that nobody seems to really give a shit about who you are. Nobody's, you know, it it hasn't been enough time for you guys to be uh, wanted yet. Or the word to be out. So what do you do? Well, um, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, we had decided to, like you said, 
get smuggled out. I don't think we had really come up with a plan of like how we were going to get from point A to point B. Uh, with, I think we lost our pursuers, but yeah, yeah we you were we confident that you lost your pursuers. Okay. Um, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you're in the clear. True. So I guess we should try to be somewhat serendip serendipitous, surreptitious. Uh, yeah, serendipity. Serpentitious. Serpentitious, yes. Lie on the Serpentine. floor. Serpentine. Serpentine, Bobby. Serpentine. Um, yeah, I think we should try to be a at least a little surreptitious uh, in our attempts to get where we're going. Um, try to lay low, if if we you will. All right. Um, not good at with that in mind, I think, Jesse, you know it's going to take a few hours uh, to get to Betty's house. Um, if you Because to be surreptitious about it, you're going to have to take some back uh, channels and alleys and things like that. You're not going to have... You're not going to be able to go the most direct route. Like, uh, okay, so we'll, we'll have to take some back routes, but we should be able to get there. What time is it? Real quick. Roughly what time? Um, it was the evening when this execution was happening. Um, so by this point, it's probably, you know, late evening, early night. So the sun's definitely gone down. Sun's definitely gone down. Yeah. Uh, we should. I mean, hopefully, we'll get there before midnight. But it might be it might be around midnight by the time we get there if we want to leave like now or like an hour. The faster we get out of the city, the better. I don't disagree. Oh. All right. Well, um, so uh, I pull a map out of my bag and just kind of like, uh, or, do we ever move to a table? Or are we just still yeah, kind of standing? You guys are at a bar? table. You're not yeah. sitting at the bar standing. <laughs> no, we're at, the, we're at a private table. Yeah. Okay. I pull a uh, map out. I do want to also point out, make sure we're clear. You don't know each other's names yet. That's true. You know you're immortals uh, because of the sense. Uh, but. Keep in mind, you have not introduced each other yet, which may be a choice. Maybe you don't want to know each other. You want to get out of the city and go your separate ways. I just want to make sure everybody knows <laughs> you have not introduced yourself. I was going to wait till we get to <laughs> Betty's place. That That's totally fine. I just wanted to make sure because last time, last episode, we all just assumed you had introduced ourselves and did not. No, we didn't. <laughs> No. <laughs> but, so uh, I wanted to make sure. You, you don't have to do it right now, obviously. I just wanted to make sure that no one else had forgotten. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I haven't. I pull a map out of my bag and like lay it flat. It's a map of the city. Okay, so uh, this bar's around here, the south gate. She's on the, on the west end, so we gotta... I kind of like draw my finger through some of the back channels... If we go this route, provided, you know, they're not swarming with guards, we should be able to get there in a couple hours. Now, do you think that this is a relatively recent map of the city? Or do you think that maybe Jesse just happened to have an old map and has never felt the need to replace it? One of, I mean, he has a hobby as, like, an amateur cartographer. Okay. I don't think I said that word. I don't think I... I'm saying the right word. Anyway, he... Uh, you are. Uh, but uh, so he tries to keep all his stuff updated. Like this one might not be, you know, 
the best because you know he's kind of an amateur, some somewhat of an sure. amateur. Okay, I was just making sure. Yeah, you you see yeah. scribbled in the corners. There's like notes like, find note, find some colored pens, <laughs> find some colored uh, ink. For our listeners, immortals have a uh, tendency towards nostalgia and uh, holding on to things uh, well outside of the point in which they can justify having it. <laughs> that's um, that's true. <laughs> oh yeah, don't get me wrong. He has uh, ancient-ass maps that aren't useful at all anymore. But uh, not not this particular one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and make a group. We'll call it... Let me... Oh, I finally got my full copy, my physical copy of the rule book. So I'm going to use it. Uh, for our listeners, one of the things... I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about... Uh, rule books, core books for games that are huge, but there is something about this one that is incredibly satisfying at how huge it is. Because <laughs> uh, it's the whole game. You got creatures, the whole thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like when you when you first bought the uh, the Pathfinder core rule book, and mm -hmm. it's like this is three books compressed into one. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 exactly that, and I. I do appreciate that. I'm, you know, it's it's nothing to mock, but let's see. Um, I don't, I don't think there's anything in here other than stealth that is going to be helpful. Um, actually, since Jesse is the one leading the way, Jesse can make a streetwise check to see if you can lower the DC of this group stealth check. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to roll? I mean, wait. A streetwise check. <sighs> I'm fucking stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm You're sorry. Good. I failed you. But not for the last time. Okay. For the first uh, time. For the last time. Okay, so streetwise is wisdom. Okay, so that's a 17. Okay. So we're going to call this stealth check a DC 13. Okay. Uh, which uh, and only two out of three of you need to pass. Use the gemstone d20. Ugh. That's, Ugh. Not, that's not great. <laughs> what did Jesse get? Jesse got a 15. Thank God. And Sylvia? Sylvia got a not good. Uh, let's see where the street was. That's a wisdom. That's a zero. Nine. No, 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 not no, no, streetwise. No. Stealth. stealth. Oh, stealth. Uh, so that's gonna be dex. So that's gonna be a ten. Did you beat? Did you get a thirteen or higher there, uh, Devin? I got a. I got a five. <laughs> oh no! I got a five. It's All like right. golf, right? Lowers better. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, uh it's golf rolls. Or second edition D and D. I mean, I guess yeah. depending. It's Thaco. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't wish Thaco on my on my worst enemy. I played second edition D and D, y'all. It was uh, it was something. I've heard about it. 
it's it's all we had. My so, dad yeah. played that. He he said uh, he was looking at my five uh, e book. Then he pulled out his second edition and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I can't read this. This, I is, have... this is advanced math. I am stupid math. My dad has all of his AD and D books still. Yeah. He the only like uh, first edition book he has the only one one of his buddies did not steal from him because because he refused to let him have it. Yeah. So as you all are moving along, you estimate you're about halfway there. Uh, one of the first things that all three of you notice is that the Baron already has wanted posters. This man works fast. Works real fast. Now. The sketches aren't great because they're fast, but they're probably good enough. This... Well, at least he doesn't have a working printer. This fucker That's missed true. up my chin. <laughs> what the he fuck, gave you man? A handlebar mustache. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? My character has like stubble at best. You you look like oh, you look like one of those uh one of those the the cartoon characters that's on the little uh, toy with the iron filings that you magnetically draw onto the bald yeah, headed dude. Yeah. Yeah. I pull you just see me pull a like a uh it looks like a very thick marker out of my out of my pocket and I just draw on it. <laughs> this one poster. Um Listen, if I'm going to have a mustache, we're all having mustaches. <laughs> I can get behind that. Oh, <laughs> moustache. A moustache. Silvio smiles and thinks it's cute. Um, so, as you all are moving along, I want everyone to make perception checks. Perception? What do you perceive? All right, gemstone die. You failed me. I'm gonna pick a different one real quick. What do we perceive? Oh, that's not bad. Uh, what did everybody get? I got a fourteen. Okay. I, I have got a, a sixteen. Twelve and sixteen. Okay. None of you notice as a uh, javelin comes soaring through the air at Jesse. Oh no. Uh, but a 13 will not hit you, even with the surprised condition. Actually, it might hit you with the surprised condition. I think that gives them advantage. It does. Uh, I mean, is this the most recent version of this character sheet? Hmm. I mean, probably, because we didn't level up. We're level yeah. one. Yeah, it gives advantage. <sighs> so he gets a second try. Sort of. Uh, but that's only a 15. Uh, uh, oh boy, well, we certainly noticed that. <laughs> Does that hit you, or... Uh, I don't know oh, what your armor class oh, is. Yeah. What your defense is. Uh, For some... Like, uh, my... Oh, yeah, no, that hits. My defense is a 12. That's not right. I don't feel like it's right, but... Uh, yeah, the, we we went over this in the last session. You didn't fix it, I guess. No, I fixed it. I just don't think it saved. Wow. Um. So it should be twelve plus your uh dexterity. Okay. Um. So uh, my dexterity bon uh bonus. My dexterity is an eighteen, so it should be like a plus three, so like fifteen. No, 
18 plus is plus four. Oh, geez. Okay, well. Yeah, so it doesn't hit you. Okay, thank God. Okay, I'm definitely and saving that now. You now. Oh, wait, he has multi-attack. He hits you with a 20. Oh! Uh, the second javelin. Quick quick question, by by yes. the by the way. That little jaunt that we had in the bar, uh, would that have counted as a short rest, perhaps? Yes. Okay. Because I'm going to spend a hit die, because I took damage in the last fight. <laughs> okay. um, so, Jesse, you will take eight damage. Ugh. As this javelin... One javelin soars through the air and, like, slams into the wall next to you. And then as you turn, a second javelin comes and stabs into the right side of your chest. How many points of damage? Eight. Oh, Oof. I'm badly hurt. Oh, And now fine. we're going to roll initiative. Oh, yeah, nothing like uh, having a gaping wound. Too bad they are uh, at a distance or where I could stab them back, but, you know, we'll worry about that later. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I usually get, right. like, a crossbow so, or something. Who got a... Who got above a 20? Um, 15 to 20? 20. 20. Alright. I'm looking at the range on the javelin and it says 200 to 400 feet and I'm like, that can't be right. That doesn't feel right. No, I was getting ready to say, I think it's like 2060. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or I guess 2040, and they just misprinted. It happens. It's first edition. Alright. And then, uh, 10 to 15? 14. And then Jesse. I got a 7. Alright. So first up is Devin. Uh, this guy's only about 20 feet away. Um, but... I think the first thing you'll notice is this is clearly a mercenary of some kind or a bounty hunter because the reward for bringing you guys in dead or alive is real fucking high. And Port Town is a port town, so it gets a lot of travelers. Um, there's no way that Baron Storm has had time to like find bounty hunters to come after you guys, but it's pretty safe to assume that uh, this guy was just in town, saw the posters, and was like, all right. It's like, fuck yeah, easy money. Well, yeah. um, easy -ish. He does not have uh, any armor. Okay. Um, but he does have this uh, wicked curved sword. Um, not quite a Kopesh, but in, like in a similar vein. Okay. Well, I will... Maneuver towards him, uh, whilst drawing forth my uh, my saber, and I will um, attempt to strike this man. Um, not yeah, non lethally for now. All right. Uh, uh, go ahead and roll with disadvantage, unless you're just punching him. Uh... Okay, um, so 13 was my lowest on the die, and then I'll add my attack bonus, which is plus 5, so that's 18. Uh, 18 absolutely hits. Alright, and then my saber is a D8 weapon. 
I get an additional d8 for precision because I'm wielding a finesse weapon. Nine. And it is a finesse weapon, so I have my dex to that. So uh, that is going to be 12. 12 damage? 12. Yeah. That hurts real fucking bad. Yeah. And um, when I hit with a melee attack, I can spend an influence die to attempt to disarm. Mm -hmm. so, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, I am going to roll the influence die. So I think I had the influence die to damage with this. Yeah. So that's another five. Uh, and he needs to make a strength saving throw. Uh, DC is going to be... See, my trick DC is charisma modifier 10. As you can see, so 2, 4, 5. So he needs to make a DC 15 strength saving throw. Um, so he got a 14. So, Jesse, you have been brutally pierced with this uh, javelin, and without missing a beat, Devin comes, just starts running up, draws his sword, puts about five, um, not life-threatening, but incredibly painful slashes across this bounty hunter's body, and then, uh, like, hits his wrist with the butt of his sword, causing him to drop his weapon. Um, and it's this guy's turn next, and he disengages and runs away because he has seven hit points and you took his weapon away from him. <laughs> and he's not immortal. So we're actually terrifying. Yeah, he did real well. Um, so yeah, uh, make another stealth check. Let's see. <laughs> oh no. Stealth. Oh, I actually did okay that time. Uh, hold on, uh, let me let me find this character sheet. Why wasn't it open? No, it is open. It's just okay. Under which little icon is it under? Uh, so stealth. These dice are mean. Seventeen. <laughs> uh, Jesse got a seventeen. What did Devin get? Sixteen. Okay, you guys are good. Um, well, that's good because I rolled a one. <laughs> you will make it to this pretty modest home uh not small but not large it probably has a few rooms uh which in this era's climate is pretty well off uh seems like this woman betty might have a bedroom that's separate from her kitchen stop bragging <laughs> <laughs> wait you mean she doesn't live in a studio apartment oh my god she has money yeah uh, even in contemporary climate, that's impressive. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you guys show up and, and knock on the door. And this uh, flap, a small, maybe one inch wide flap, kind of opens on the door. Um, someone looks through it, closes the flap, and opens the door. And this uh, older woman probably in her, like, 60s, uh, says, uh, Jesse, that's a surprise to see you here. 
Hi, buddy. Who are your friends? Uh... Uh, this is we I, actually haven't introduced ourselves uh, yet. Well, call me I'm, the Hound. This is the Hound. That's the Hound. I point at Sylvia, and this is the Dragon. I point at Devin. I don't know their names, but I know their titles. Um, technically, I'm she looks a little the bit dragoon, but yeah, <laughs> this is like a I've never high. heard it said out loud, so I'm just. He just says it's spelled. Oh, it's always yeah. been spelled to him. The the name's Devin. Um, she, uh, she looks back and forth and says, "All right, get inside." <laughs> Pulls a gun uh, on us. Seriously, get your ass in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you guys get in, and she, um, you weren't able to hear it, but there's about four different uh heavy duty locks on this door. Um, and she sits down in this chair and kind of like motions to some stools and a uh, ratty couch. And she says, uh, all right, clearly you need something. A way out. Yeah. Is the biggest thing we need right now. The, the Baron put a bounty on us cause he's a dick and now we need to get out. Cause he's a coward. A coward. It's an interesting choice of words. The oh, yeah. second he recognized a threat, he put a bounty on it. Hmm. Even though we honestly probably weren't going to... I wasn't planning on interfering in his affairs, at least not for a while. So, I think we can all agree it's cowardly and dishonorable, but it is smart. When you have as much power as he does, you don't fight your own battles. Yeah, he's still a bitch. Hmm. Well, I'll help you, but... I do think there's something you might be interested in before you uh, skip out of town. Hmm? Ooh, this would be good. This would be good. What yes, well. Well, you know that uh, I'm not a fan of the Baron. I've lived in Port Town my entire life. And the Baron has made our lives hell the entire time. And while you know that I help get people out when they need to. I've also been helping a rebellion. Not just here. Small cells. I don't know how many or where all of them are. But we're trying to free the James. And knowing that Baron Storm views you three as enough of a threat that even I know he's looking for you. Well, that means you could be of quite a service. Now, regardless of any of that, I would appreciate your names. Now, let's go ahead and introduce Abby. Jess Daniels, the ranger. <laughs> Jazz. Sylvia Branwin, the hound. And Eric. Devin Charlton, the dragoon. Nice. Dragoon. Dragoon. Yeah, it's a class of uh, fighter from uh, cavalry. Anyway. It's it's a cavalry soldier. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I'll, uh, that's freaking dope. All right. So, you introduce yourself as uh, well. My name's Betty Wash. Got my last name from my grandmother. She was a washerwoman, specifically, one of Baron Storm's washerwomen. 
You know, I saw him once, when I was a girl. I'd swear to you, that's the same man. I can guarantee you it is. Oh, most definitely. She looks a little incredulous at that. Um, I think without even an insight role, you know that she was expecting to have to, like, sell you on this idea. Um, So she says, now I know why I say that. Why are you saying it? Well, madam, there is a... There is a world that has existed for we don't even know how long that has been alongside humanity since I'd imagine the very beginning. Men and women, people in general, who we don't die like normal human beings. We persist. We live on. I believe the Baron is one of them. I am one of them. And I believe my friends here also belong to our little club, if I'm not mistaken. I wasn't planning on being so direct, but yes. Well, I think she knows to... I think she's earned the truth at this point. I appreciate your honesty. Well, time to die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, time to die. Yeah. Uh, so, regardless, it'll be till morning before I'll be able to shuffle you off anywhere. So I'll give you till morning to decide whether you simply want to leave, or if you want to kill this motherfucker. (laughs) I don't have any spare blankets, so I hope you'll be warm enough. Good night. She gets off and goes to bed she literally just falls asleep right there (laughs) good night mr burn style yeah that is a little terrifying (laughs) says time to die and just goes to sleep yeah she roy baddies just dies right there on the rooftop with a dove clutched in her hand yep just snatched it out of the air and started eating and choked to death as as an aside for everybody watching if you haven't seen the movie blade runner please watch it like it and its sequel blade runner 2049 are both incredible films yeah blade runner and fifth element are interesting movies for me because neither one of them did anything for me yeah. uh they're just not my jam but blade runner i was like this is a good movie this just isn't my thing and then fifth element i was like this isn't a good movie i don't think this is good yeah visually very good very fun they but not good <laughs> they inhabit two different sides of the same spectrum of film yeah, which is yeah it's very just fun. straight up balls out sci-fi but one of them is very serious and very well shot and very well made the other one is very visually stunning but is horribly written <laughs> yeah um all right so were you three just going to bed or were you going to chat maybe right. discuss what you were going to do so talk a little bit i was just gonna say uh right after she goes to bed i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna say wow she's impressive more resilient than most people so oh yeah she's she's fantastic (laughs) i definitely agree with her i definitely want to kill this motherfucker so 
kill him dead. Is everybody else in? For no other reason than the fact that he decided that he was going to be the sole arbiter of power in this place and crush so many other people under his heel. Yeah. I was going to work on that eventually. Already. I mean, you guys actually don't know how long he's been doing this, but you do know it's been for easily more than 100 years. Uh, Well... I like to think I'm not that person anymore, but uh, I'm down for killing him dead. Well, it sounds like we have an accord on that, at the very least. And now I think... <laughs> I think it's time... I don't know how long you two have been part of the game, but I've been around for a while. And in these kinds of circles, we, uh, when we do have friendly chats, we like to talk about the things that all of us talk about, which is... So... When was your second birth? Uh, sometime in October, uh, nine, uh, eighteen forty-nine. Was out in California. And I'll nod my head towards uh Sylvia. About you. That would be the um, labor riots of the nineteen twenties. I don't think I've met any other immortals that are quite as old. I've met some of the newer ones, the ones that happened during the, either the wars or the struggles that came afterwards, but you two are quite old in terms of your lives. Me, I, uh, I met my end on the battlefields of Yorktown, 1791. Holy. So Sorry, you're old that's as fuck. just... <laughs> Excuse me, 1781, not 91. The time gets a little fuzzy when you get past a couple of hundred years. Don't gotta tell me. Oh, yeah. Kind of stopped keeping track after the nuclear holocaust happened. Yeah. I mean, I tried, but then I... But then I stopped keeping track because it stopped mattering. Then you forgot one day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Kind of threw the whole thing off because you're not actually certain if it was one day. I mean, I'm pretty... It's one of those things where I just get the feeling like one time he got really, really drunk and fell... And, like, quite literally fell asleep for, like, a week and a half. Then it was like, I don't know what year it is anymore. It's the joke from Supernatural. Cass, what happened to you? I found a liquor store. And I drank it. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, he just got drunk for, like, three months one time. And it's like, eh, I don't know if it was actually three months or not it wasn't even alcohol it was just poisoned water (laughs) it went down the same (laughs) just drank a puddle of water in a uranium mine yeah um had to had to sequester himself in a cave for like two decades so he didn't kill people so uh in the morning uh betty wakes you all up she says uh well, have you made your decision? Oh, we're going to kill it. Yep. We're willing to help you help you in your uh, rebellion, ma'am. Thank you for uh, entrusting us with this. Well, you entrusted me that you are immortal beings from before the time the world ended. So, <laughs> seems pretty fair. <laughs> that is incredibly fair. Uh, may I say, by the way, madam, you handled that revelation very well. 
Have you spent a lot of time on the river outside the city? I know that Jesse has spent a lot of time on the river itself, but I'm talking about in the woods and the smaller creeks around the river. No, I'm I'm a wanderer. I've never stayed in any one place for any real period of time. I've heard enough to know that there's a lot of crazy shit out there. In my younger years, I was a forester. Or a furrier, I think they used to be called. Fur trapper. And, well, I've killed a ghoul or two. The world's not quite as normal as some of those old books from the before would lead us to believe. Now, since you're going to help us, let's go find Bishop. Um, and she opens the door, motions for you all to follow her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got this old pickup truck. Um, Which it's... I'm definitely like looking at, just kind of like assessing it. Um, I mean... It looks like it runs. Mm-hmm. That's about as much as you can hope. <laughs> I mean, that's all it needs to do in this day and age. Yes, the yes. truck is made of truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's going to be in the back and who's going to be in the cab with her? I I volunteer for the back. I kind of wave uh, Sylvia to the to the passenger side. Ladies first. There's a look on her face where it's just like, Really, we're doing this now, and then I get into the. <laughs> I feel like the, you're in a party with two remember. men born in the 17 and 1800s. It's going to be a hard yeah. habit to break. Oh yeah, no, it is ingrained. I didn't write it down, but if I remember correctly, Sylvia is the tallest person here. Probably. I don't probably. remember, but probably. Devin's only like five foot ten, I think. I spitballed. Yeah. A height to you. I don't remember what I gave you. I, I think you said like around six. Yeah, that six sounds feet. about right. Maybe a little bit over. I mean, I say only okay. five foot ten. Like it's not the average height for males in the U.S. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you would have been tall in the seventeen hunt in the seventeen hundreds. Yes. Oh yeah. True. Uh, Jet. Yeah, Jet. You're like an inch. Sylvia's like an inch taller than Jess. He's five foot eleven. Yeah. So it, and Sylvia is absolutely more jacked than the oh, two. Oh yeah. Them. Possibly as jacked as the two of you put together. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All history version of uh, Wolverine, huge jacked yeah. woman, <laughs> huge jack woman. Uh, but uh, Betty gets you guys in this truck and uh, starts driving, and she kind of like yells through the so the back glass isn't there anymore, uh, but she just kind of like yells to you two and goes. As long as you don't make eye contact with anybody, nobody's going to pay a whole lot of attention to you. Um, and she drives you down to the river uh, where you see this uh, bar that is actually built uh, one of its supporting beams, like corners of the bar, is an old stone pylon uh, for the bridge tunnel. Um, and she says, uh, that's the stone column bar. Inside, we'll find Bishop. He's a... Uh, well, he's intense. I'll say that. <laughs> but 
he'll get you in contact with the people you need to be in contact with. Um, and she leads you inside. Uh, at this time of day, there's not really much of anyone in there, uh, predictably. But there is this uh, man sitting at a table in the corner. His back is to the corner. Um, but there is enough room around the table that if he needed to get around the table real fast, he could. Um, he's maybe like 5'7", pretty squat. Um, his head is shaved bald, uh, but I think there's enough stubble that you can see that he's also balding. Like, he shaves his head because he's balding. Uh, he's got the ring of honor. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he has this big bushy beard and he sees the three of you with Betty and he goes, uh, Madam Walsh or sorry, Madam Wash, who are your friends? And she says, told you once, I told you a million times, Bishop, it's Betty. Don't put any of that Madam shit. And he nods and says, I apologize. Now, who are your friends? And she says, uh, well, this is Jesse, Sylvia, and Devin. And you keep your ear to the ground, so I think you might know they're a threat. Which means that they're valuable to someone like you. And uh, he looks at the bartender and looks at Betty, looks at the three of you, and says, I trust your judgment. I will take things from here. All right, take good care of them. And then she looks at the three of you and kind of whispers, he's real intense, and he fancies himself one of those old-school religious fanatics. So keep that in mind. And kind of like leaves you guys, gets back into her truck and drives home. And uh, the bishop gets up, and motions for you guys to follow him as the bartender just opens the door to the back room. Mm -hmm. um, you get in there, there's you know some kegs, some brewing equipment, uh, and a small table that... The table actually looks like it's primarily used for, you know, business stuff. Um, but there's five or six chairs around it, so Bishop sits down and motions for the three of you to follow. Mm -hmm. And he says... Uh, so, are you here to join our righteous crusade? Mm. I don't know so much if we are joining a righteous crusade as we are trying to uh, right a wrong. Um, we hear that eventually you want to free the river, which it's a lofty goal and I can absolutely uh, speak to its, well, and call it righteousness, I suppose. But more specifically, we really just want a shot at the Baron, first and foremost. Not everyone can be proper believers. But if you are willing to work as a sword of God, then I have work for you. <laughs> Talk about playing on nostalgia. Boy, that hits Devin right in the... <laughs> right in the nostalgia. Uh, Jesse is j makes a uh, kind of like 
his face twitches. Because the uh, sword of God thing. It's like, ah, oh, yes. My mother. <laughs> Sylvia's just smirking. Yeah, see, you died You died during labor riots. <laughs> I, I died in a military that was very much like, God is going to grant us victory. Oh, no, I think all the cannons and men that were thrown at him are probably going to grant us victory. <laughs> and Jesse died in a time where everybody was saying, God wants you to move west. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's like, uh, in his thought process, is like, yeah, they said, yeah, God told me to go west. I'm not particularly sure that was for a good reason anymore. God also wanted you to die of typhoid, apparently. Uh, yeah, get violently murdered. Um, but he says, uh, I recognize that you want a shot at the Baron, but killing him will not be as easy as one might think. He is protected by dark forces. What, uh, what pray tell do you know of the dark forces that protect the Baron? I know that he has been poisoned, stabbed, shot with bolts and arrows, and nothing seems to kill him. Many in our ranks believe that because we do these things in secret, where it is easiest and safest, they simply replace the Baron. That the Baron is a figurehead held up by his advisors and regents. I believe that he has made some sort of pact with Lucifer. Well, here's a question. Have any of your agents ever tried to sever his head from his shoulders? I can't say that they have. Might work a little better. Even if they should try, there's no guarantee that that would actually kill him. Uh, Mr. Bishop, I, um, I do have something that may be relevant information for you, and it may save the lives of many of the people under your command should they try to assassinate the Baron. You will find no peace or purchase in attempting to assassinate the Baron. He is, as you have estimated, nigh immortal. And how do you know that? Because, and I look around to see if there's anyone anywhere nearby that could possibly hear what I'm about to say. Make a perception check. Uh, That is going to be a 15. With a 15, you know that there are three people hiding in this room. And with... You don't know if Bishop knows about them. You'd have to make some sort of insight check. And I'll I'll say as I'm saying that, and I guess kind of look around before saying anything to him, I'll say, and this information is very, very important and very privileged, so if you have any friends in the room that you would want to know about this information, then perhaps you should tell them to show themselves. Otherwise, I think we may have uh, some unwelcome guests. He nods. Um, I want everybody to make inside checks anyway. Call it a DC 13. Devin got a 17. I got a dirty 20. Uh, Jesse got a dirty 20. Okay. And what did uh, Sylvia get? Sylvia got a 3. Okay. Sylvia, you don't pick up on this. Your dice are being mean. Jesse and Devin, this guy is a fanatic. Mm -hmm. He is a zealot in every sense of the word. 
um, I think, Jesse, you have seen the look of people who have an obsession that their life is meaningless in the face of. But Devin, you have seen the look of zealots in your in uh, your lifetime. Mm-hmm. You have seen the looks of people who believe that they are on a Lord's crusade, that they are it's divine providence what they are doing. Okay. And that is this guy. Now, the three people who kind of step out of hiding, you don't get that vibe from them. They are committed uh, to this cause, but they are not like Bishop. Bishop is a zealot. So I, I will I will reflavor what Devin was about to say to kind of move the narrative around a little bit. I will say, amongst humanity, there are extraordinary individuals who have abilities above and beyond those of normal people. The Baron is one of them. He possesses durability and healing well beyond anything that you have ever seen from any human that exists. Only other individuals like him have any possibility of actually killing him. It's true. Someone could accidentally find out what would end him if he was utterly destroyed through a detonation or beheaded or perhaps burned to a crisp. He may not come back, but otherwise it would take one of these extraordinary abilityed persons to do so. And you just so happen to be looking at three of those individuals in this room. Are you telling me that the three of you have also made packs with the devil? No. What he's telling you is that the three of us have been sent by God to help you deal with this sinner. Make now... Does Sylvia believe in Absolutely God? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Make a deception check for me. With advantage, because you are playing on his fanaticism. Ooh, natural 20. Yeah, he believes you. He goes, he smiles. And even with a three insight, this is a creepy smile. Oh, this yeah. This is an uncomfortable <laughs> smile. As he says... The Lord our God has blessed us this day. Come. We will need to discuss things further with the others. And he says, uh, are there any preparations you need to make before we leave? I'll turn to the others. Not the thing I can do. Um, Devin just kind of checks his weapon, checks like everything else just to make sure that he's good and he says uh, I have no preparations I, I can't speak for my friends but I, I'm pretty much good to go if we need to go somewhere else I'm fine my blade is still sharp and well oiled alright then he nods and uh, starts walking everyone in a direction um, it's maybe a 30 minute walk but he leads you to this, uh, what, what looks to be an old 
abandoned um, storehouse. Probably older than Bishop is, uh, based on the fact that it looks to be mostly cobbled materials instead of the more modern, actually cut planks and you know mortar and things like that. Uh, and he opens the door, leads you all in, and says, Welcome to his holy rebellion. And you see about a hundred people milling about, preparing, um, sharpening weapons, all that stuff. Uh, and with that, this episode is over. Hey. Abby, you got pluggables? Uh, I do. Uh, I have a... I'm just going to say Twitter because... I don't really know a good way to say x.com. Yeah, don't don't give the muskrat the satisfaction. Just yeah, yeah. don't. Uh I don't have a Twitter um elvenly underscore e. Uh both these are capitalized. I mainly just reblog things I care about. So if you want to see me screaming about uh screaming about Baldur's Gate 3 and various political posts, go forth, have fun. Jazz? I don't particularly use social media so i'm gonna say no this time <laughs> cowards <laughs> eric uh i'm an old man uh therefore i do not frequent social media uh however i will say this um if you're listening to this podcast and you have never seen the highlander films um i can highly recommend you watch them but if you are going to watch Highlander 2, get the director's cut because um, otherwise that movie is just real not good. Um, but in the meantime, play more tabletop games. I have been Eli Royal. You can find me all over the place online at Grumpy Badger Dice. You can use a coupon code LISTENER at my Etsy store to get 10% off a set of dice. Uh, you can support this show by going to weplayrpgs.com and going to the support the show link. And you can also find me uh, doing a jack-off motion in every church while the priest is talking. <laughs> Bye. Oh, God. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bang <laughs> <laughs>